1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her and Mr. Grinch.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go with Grinch. <laughs> grinch. Looking
1: back on 15 seconds ago, I wish that I had. It would have been more. And in case you me. are listening
0: and you thought they've had months to prepare. Months. No, no, that's not how this game works. That's not
1: what happened. In fact, I was about to say something about the last three months and now I can't (laughs) remember. Is it any surprise? I can't remember. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to mention that to you. That's someone asked me about that. That's worth mentioning. It's gone. You might have already told us. I probably did.
0: (laughs) So if that's any consolation.
1: It comes back to me.
0: Yeah, just interject.
1: I'll let you know. That's
0: the kind of show this is. Man, what was We are derailers here.
1: Uh, Kate was learning about interjections this week in English. That's an unimportant aside. Not an interjection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an English teacher.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I teach children English, but live in my house. What was it? Anyway, hi. Welcome back. Hello. Here we are. It's Hello. the week of Christmas
0: wait is it the week of christmas hold on christmas which one are we putting out oh, first? Well, is it the week of christmas or the day after christmas yeah
1: mm, today's the day after christmas today's the day after christmas or it's not i don't know we'll decide Who that later are, you'll
0: know when you're listening
1: you know what day it is listener stop telling everyone me.
0: just we're gonna pause <laughs> for a second out loud you can say what day it is
1: you edit the episode in your head today is <laughs> today is yay oh yes <laughs> it totally is <laughs> welcome back we don't know what day it is ever <laughs> ever,
0: ever, <laughs> I never know. So, I never know. Says the the mother of the young baby. Oh, he's so cute. Seriously, he really is. He's gotten he's, so chunky.
1: He's so fat and delicious, and we all love him. Yeah, and he's, he's the star of the show he over at the Jaeger household. The star. We're all obsessed with him. How's your it's so day? so wonderful.
0: It's so wonderful. I wish I could explain to people that dislike kids and like make that a personality trait. Yeah. they're just so wrong like some personality traits just are wrong.
1: Sorry. Yeah, you should drop flaws. it. That is a, That's what we call it. It's we a called it flaws. It's a flaw.
0: Yeah. Um, but you can uh not have that flaw. Yeah. So, you know.
1: There's nothing better than a baby's laugh.
0: Seriously. And just they're just they have to be that cute. They're It's so great to just see you watch them from the time Mm -hmm. they were teeny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, doing almost nothing.
1: Basically nothing.
0: Unless you like hold them and interact with them. And they got nothing. And especially around Christmas time, they just like look at the lights and the ceiling fan. You know what? And then they just say crazy stuff. They say
1: crazy things. Georgia said
0: to me, (laughs) she wanted ice cream the other day Uh and she just yelled, <laughs> I'm hungry for scoops. <laughs> She's never said that before i we don't discuss we'm hungry <laughs> for scoops like we don't you should have yelled, scoops a whole lot <laughs> we don't use scoops as like a measurement for ice cream in our household. I don't know now she, well, henceforth <laughs> you absolutely I'm should. For
1: you should never say I want ice cream again. <laughs> if you could be as creative as I'm hungry right. for scoop. Seriously. Don't say I want ice cream. That's boring. And this is the
0: that's the flair that a child mm-hmm. adds.
1: I keep thinking in these middle of the night feeds, just like sitting there. The thing that gets me about having a baby is they just you're holding a little seed. Like this little person, and Kate keeps having this thought too. She's like, one day he's gonna be a uh, someone's dad. Yeah.
0: Like I'm holding the a person whole that grows in person inside. Yeah. Is going to do all the things you've done. Yeah. And he's like, be a totally separate individual I person. Know. With preferences. Like one
1: day he's just, he's going to be a a big, strong man. Yeah. And that's Lord willing. And right now he's a little seed of that. But all of that is there. He's no less that. Oh, yeah. Even though he hasn't reached, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to think about and crazy. And it just is a... It's exciting to think about. And I don't love the baby stage because I, I can't, I love talking to my kids and finding out who they are. Like, who are you? Right. Are you the kind of person that yells, I'm hungry for scoops? Yeah. (laughs) You know, are you like the kind of quiet one? Are you a
0: super literal or are you just like constantly, Georgia is this which I feel like I've said I don't know maybe I've said this before even on the show but I feel like she is this she reminds me so much of me which I never had the words to describe it uh-huh. until I saw her doing it yeah where she's just like in and out like in her imagination and then out back in the real world uh-huh. and, then in and then out and then in and they're just it's like I don't I it's just I know it's amazing
1: I know you really can't hear yourself until you hear your kids I think Yeah. That's what's Mm -hmm. happening to me. I
0: feel like I've learned more about myself Uh from having kids, which of course is not a reason exclusively to have children. I know uh, some of the world thinks (laughs) that.
1: It is a sanctifying opportunity (laughs) to see your flaws in a little person and hopefully some of your strengths. And uh, yeah, I definitely have that with Clementine. She's a little me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, Oh, she's doing that thing that I do. Right. Now I understand, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Yeah. So Ransom's our little seed right now. And uh, it's just crazy to think that, you know, if he grows up normally, he'll be bigger than me mm-hmm. one day. And I'll look up to him. Yeah. But right now he's just tiny and cute. Well, fat, tiny, fat, tiny. Yeah.
0: And cute. Georgia's been using the words big and tiny together. And that's the thing, like big, tiny, there's this part of me that's like, well, you know, for her learning, I want to be clear that like big and tiny are opposites. And yeah, but then I can never say to her, like, you can't be big and tiny at the same time because I look at her all the time and think, think, how can you be so big big, and so tiny?
1: (laughs) I know. Okay. I really do want to hear your story, but I have to tell you this. Oh, that's fine. Okay. So I'm working on, I am teaching. Janny, how to read obviously she's six seven she just turned seven um and we are doing the teach your child to read in 100 lessons book oh okay which is really great
0: um I'm really I've heard that that recommendation made I'm enjoying it Mm -hmm. you know
1: we're only on lesson 39 and she can read she can pick up like dick and Jane Uh and whatever okay so we're reading this story yesterday and you know Teaching her to read has been a sanctifying opportunity, as teaching any child to read Mm -hmm. can be. She's doing great, but she does have a phonological disorder. So I always knew this would be different than teaching Clementine to read, who does not have a phonological disorder. She started talking when she was one. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But January's, she is so chatty and excited that sometimes when it's time to read the story, She'll like read one word and then want to tell a story about the word. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we start reading this story yesterday. She starts reading it. The first line is a little fish sat on a fat fish (laughs) and (laughs) there's a picture to go along with it Uh (laughs) and she's like, there's the little fish and there's the mama fish
0: (laughs) and I was like, That's not what it said. It said it's a fat fish. You're like, uh, mom and fat are not synonymous with one another. The next
1: line of the story is the little fish said, wow. We're teaching them about quotation marks at this point. Okay. The little fish said, wow. Next line. The little fish did not feel sad. Next line. (laughs) The little fish said that fat fish is my mom
0: (laughs) 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 Ah! she likes me and she goes see I told you (laughs) whoever wrote that is just like (laughs) see I told you (laughs) they know they just know whoever wrote that it just knows they knew.
1: They knew what they did. You know what you did.
0: Janie's like, I can imagine Janie's face. Exactly. I told you that was obviously the mom. The fat fish is mom. My mom. That fat fish is my mom. So.
1: Um, anyway, teaching your kids to read is quite a joy. I feel like that meme with the crying blonde lady pointing to
0: the cat
1: and the cat is the author of this
0: (laughs) book who just punked all of us moms. That fish is my mom. (laughs) That that fish is my mom.
1: Anyway. Um, (laughs)
0: that's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: yeah. So here we are. I'm here to tell you guys we did this last year where which seems crazy that that was a whole year ago. I where, don't remember last
1: year. <laughs> I don't remember the um, last year
0: <laughs> of my life. Um uh I told the story of uh well I just told you guys about Charlie the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Yes. Um and so we're kind of doing something a little similar where we just it's mm-hmm. similar in the way I guess that we're talking about a Christmas classic Yes, around the time of Christmas. Yeah. Um, this is not really going to be like the Charlie Brown episode and it's going to be more of a conversation. The episode, the, the idea of the episode is, is kind of, it's, it's a discussion. Okay. Um, and I say that up front <laughs> because I already know, I already know. I already know but we're having fun here you should try it we're having fun <laughs> and you should join us in our fun okay thank you i'm ready to have fun <laughs> <laughs> okay love it um so we're gonna talk about the grinch okay and his heart being changed yeah and um you know we know what a heart being changed means yes um So we're going to talk about it. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, the story of the Grinch. Yeah. um, And discuss. Okay. So. Primarily I'll be talking about. uh, Well, you know what? This is this is partly my show. So we're just going to talk about it how I want to talk about it. Perfect. We're mainly going to talk about the book and the cartoon. Yes. Um. But I will reference the live action Jim Carrey Grinch, which I acknowledge as a <laughs> Christmas classic and I acknowledge as a good movie. Yeah. Um This is not an outright endorsement. Please watch what your kids watch and um be available to discuss with them the things that happen in movies that you right. watch together. Right. Um I will not be discussing the newest cartoon okay. where Benedict <clears throat> Cumberbatch plays the Grinch because it's I will not, not acknowledge no. that. Mm-mm. Um, okay. Okay. So we establish from the get-go yes. uh that the Grinch hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. He obviously also hates his neighbor. Yep. Um, I think that the live-action movie kind of obviously adds a little context where the reason why the Grinch is living in the cave is because he was kind of rejected and an outcast. Right. But I don't think that's the story that Dr. Seuss told. Uh, we don't have a lot of context as to why he lives in a cave up in the mountains. No, um, we're just
1: brought in. Here's what's happening. But
0: I think it's clear that the Grinch does not like people. Right. And or who's, I guess. And that's why he lives so far from everyone. Yes. Because he rejects sort of the social norms that would require him to live in whoville right um he literally stands on his doorstep and glares at them from i mean miles away we don't know at least 5,820 feet at least (laughs) (laughs) probably more i'm thinking more 5,280 280 280. close enough yeah close enough um so He just glares at them like he looks at the town and glares at his neighbors. Literally, (laughs) Uh, he hates their noise from miles away. Uh, He hates their joy and their celebration from miles away. Uh, He assumes that the reason they're happy is because of stuff and food. (laughs) He very ungraciously assumes their stupidity for such celebration. (laughs) Don't be like the Grinch. No. he just assumes he's like, oh, well, the reason they're happy is because they're dumb and they're fed by and they just like stuff. <laughs> they're dumb and they just have fun all the time. That's why they're happy. You know, I hate fun.
1: I hate fun. don't be like
0: the Grinch.
1: I am so much better than everyone who likes stuff. Fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, OK, well, and that's like that's in the live action in the movie. It's like, uh, you know, he like eats garbage too right so he has he has zero palate for anything pleasant at all which is quite an indictment on him right yeah agreed um okay so uh so in the beginning the the narrator ponders what what might be wrong with such a person (laughs) um and obviously we go through the options his shoes are too tight maybe his head wasn't screwed <laughs> on just right i do have this memorized just so you know i can definitely I love read that. the book do you you love that without book without okay even looking at it perfect um but uh uh what we settle on is that his heart is uh too small so it's not his physical circumstances or his mental health <laughs> It's his
1: heart. It's his heart. It's the center it's of It's not cuz he lives in the mountains. No.
0: Um and uh it's not because he's bipolar or anything like that. Uh it's his heart. So he breaks into every house. This is how much he hates everyone. <laughs> This is the kind of neighbor the Grinch is. As an
1: adult thinking through that, I don't know if I've really (laughs) contemplated what you just said, which is that he literally breaks into people's houses. Mm -hmm. Like, he's so nasty. He doesn't
0: just hate his neighbor.
1: He He harms them. He inflicts
0: harm on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he breaks into every house and steals everything, Mm -hmm. not just related to Christmas. He steals everything, their food, down to the last can of who hash, down to the last crumb. That was even too small for a mouse. Every house. That's miserable. Every crumb. Yeah. This is how much. um, Hmm. And he doesn't even want it. He just
1: steals it because he wants to steal. Yep.
0: Yep. He wants. He maliciously wants to destroy all of the possessions that uh, his neighbors have. Not just the ones that represent Christmas. Because the story says he hates Christmas. The whole Christmas season. Um, but it's not just Christmas. He, he really hates the who's, mm. um, like you just wouldn't do, you
1: don't want to see them be happy if you hate them. Right. Yeah. He What
0: he really hates is their happiness. He hates right. the noise that their playing makes. He hates the noise of the singing. Right. And we're talking about someone who literally lives miles and miles away in the mountains. Can he actually hear, you know, the noise, 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 noise. Can he actually even right. hear it? Or he does he just hate that he and knows it it's happening? Him. <laughs> right yeah don't be like the Grinch stop it um so uh and and look at all he is able to accomplish when spurred on by bitterness and jealousy Mm. uh once he has stolen everything he attempts to destroy it all he cannot bear celebration and merriment in his proximity don't be like the Grinch can I say it enough times no (laughs) no He really can't. <laughs> um, and it actually pleases him to cart everything that this whole town owns to the peak of a mountain to throw it off.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He's wicked. Yeah. He's wicked. He's not an outcast. No. He's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. He doesn't. Uh he doesn't and he okay, yeah, and he doesn't want to just throw all the whose belongings off a mountain. He wants to do it to a chorus of weeping and sadness, mm, mm. He pauses and he puts a hand to his ear, you know he he's wants to hear he's listening for the sound of them crying, so what the noise that he does not like
1: is Joy. joyful
0: playing and singing what he likes is what he likes is crying. He likes to hear the sound of the who's crying. He hates them. He seriously hates them. He has murder in his heart for them. Wow. Um, so the Grinch is wicked and his heart really is the problem. Yes. So before we get to this final little moment. Yes. That the Grinch has. Um, we're just going to be real about the story. Mm-hmm. The meaning of Christmas <laughs> is not explicit. In the Grinch, like it is in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. There's no verses. Right. Um, And uh, Dr. Seuss, of course, was not a believer. Um, Right. He never would have uh, made the true meaning of Christmas be about the birth of Christ. Right. Um, But I will say that he has said in an interview that the Grinch was inspired by himself. Okay. So he was indicting himself. Yes. And he knows, despite, uh, claiming to not believe in God, <clears throat> he, he knows the wickedness. He can of describe a heart. the ugliness of mm-hmm. it very yep. well. And he, he knew that it came from within. He knew that that was the problem. Oof. <laughs> um, so, uh. Yeah. So, and then also to be clear, we're given a very minimal glimpse into the who's celebration. There's no reason for us to think that they're celebrating the birth of Christ. So we're not going to pretend like they are. We're not going to shoehorn Christianity (laughs) into this story. Um, And uh, we do, but we do know that the who's are not, they prove that they're not celebrating Christmas for superficial commercial Reasons, which is what the Grinch is uh, ungraciously assuming that they're celebrating it for. Right. Um, So. So, uh, yeah, there's a part, obviously, in the old cartoon and the book that where it says maybe Christmas he thought doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. And so I want to just have a conversation about what the more would mean. Okay. To someone like Dr. Seuss, right? Um, so, time with family, warm and happy feelings, togetherness, contentment, and then this is kind of the conversation that we have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we don't want to shoehorn Christianity into the story of this person that would never have written a Christian story, right? And yet, here we are, right? Um, but it <clears throat> it is that, like, kind
1: of like you said, the fact that. He was, he admitted at some point that that
0: was something that he actually felt. Well, and all of these things are a part of Christmas. They're not what the celebration of Christmas is about. Right. But um, they're a byproduct of Christmas and they're all being borrowed from a Christian worldview. Contentment, waking up on Christmas morning and everything, all your food, everything, Mm -hmm. literally everything has been stolen. Right. And you can still... Right. Sing. Right. Contentment. So there, right. So everything that he perceives he to be the to, true meaning of Christmas. He was able to describe
1: what someone, what we would hope to have for our own hearts and our reactions in those right. moments. Yeah. Because ultimately, because of the fact that we're all made in the image of God, like we can see the difference between what is
0: beautiful and what is ugly. Right. He, we all know. Including Dr. Seuss, who is the villain of this story? Right.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yes. And and that the mo- and what the motivations were. Right. Um Okay. So I I just wrote in my notes, all these things are a part of Christmas and they are all owned by mm-hmm. a Christian worldview. Yeah. Family without yeah. a Christian worldview. We're just a bunch of mon- monkeys hanging out together. Right. <laughs> that you know, contentment, mm-hmm. fizzing, what is that? Fizzing? Mm-hmm. Happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't exist in, an, in a materialistic, humanistic world. <laughs> right. Um, so. Uh, sorry, let me. Never, 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 never. Okay, so people. So I think a lot of people think Christmas is about that cozy feeling uh, or giving rather than receiving, being a good neighbor, spending time together. And that is a real like, part of Christmas, but it's a superficial, not fully whole part of Christmas. Right. Um, And, uh, uh, and I, yeah, I just, we can't have this conversation without saying explicitly that Dr. Seuss would not have encouraged people to celebrate the birth of Christ, (laughs) but um, what he would, what he would deem the true meaning of Christmas still comes from, a Christian, Christian worldview. worldview. Yeah. Um, and, and Christmas is not just a normal regular time of year. Right. And it's because of what it's celebrating. Right. Um, Like peace on earth. People like that warm, fu- fuzzy right. feeling, the thing peace we long on earth. for. Like, so you mean salvation. Right. And being saved from your sin. Right. Um, And free. Yeah. Like that, those are, Everything that the, the birth of Christ would represent should produce yeah. um certain feelings.
1: Well, and it's been said that the reality of the incarnation was very disruptive, right? So when when Christ came and he was here on earth physically, right for a relative I mean, a very short time, mm-hmm. right? If the given age is that he was crucified at the age of ripe old age of 33, well that's how old we are, right? Um that's not a long right. time, but it his it was disruptive. I mean we we measure our calendars. We talk, you know, about AD. We talk right. about this is all about when Christ came and it was just a disruptive time in history. He disrupted things. And then once a year, the course of our normal life is disrupted mm-hmm. by the "quote unquote" holidays, which right. centers around celebrating the incarnation. And so, it I think it's only right that something as disruptive as the incarnation that we do disrupt our lives as we it, yeah. think about. Like it just it, well, it is I th- appropriate. I
0: think too, just the the roots of our nation like obviously we've come very far from that but we still see the little sprinklings and evidence and i think christmas is a totally a time a witness to that so even though people aren't celebrating it necessarily um in the way that they should um it's it's just further evidence uh Mm -hmm. that even though it's i mean it's suppression of the truth so they're celebrating it in their own way yeah they're they've created a version of it that allows them to still reap the benefits yeah without actually acknowledging the true meaning now are they really really experiencing the true meaning of christmas no they're not but even
1: unbelievers at this time of year most of them feel a compunction to give gifts
0: yeah and they're 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 Receiving common grace. Yeah. um, And the blessings of living in what was once a very Christian nation. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it's unfortunate when Christians want to kind of strip away the like material aspect of it. Right. Like the incarnation was a real physical thing that happened. And we don't need to deny the goodness of real physical material things well it's like
0: the grinch looking down at their celebration and going ew stuff you look at all your stuff (laughs) and your happiness and you're so full of good food and it's like (laughs) i just don't like that i think that's wrong and it's like that doesn't yeah did did having less stuff and eating garbage make the grinch the hero of the story (laughs) right no no right no no I just feel like Christians tend
1: to want to warn in the opposite direction, which, you know, can I think can come from a perfectly fine place. Like, uh, sure, we shouldn't be materialists necessarily, but like the Christian life involves material and is very real. It's we we are we ought to use materials to tell a very real materially real story. We're not just supernaturalists. We're not like, no. oh, my, uh, my Christian life. Right. He
0: didn't. He wasn't having a hook style feast where they all <laughs> pretended like they were eating food. Right.
1: Like he t- he really did turn water into wine. Like there really yeah. was a real physical celebration happening. And our salvation. He received
0: real gifts.
1: Yes. Our salvation is spiritual, but it doesn't just stop there. It's not like our spiritual salvation doesn't touch our physical life. Our, right. our spiritual salvation ought to really touch our physical life. And a lot of times, I don't know, we just want to live in this like dualistic world where it's like, oh, no, I'm I'm a really good person. And that means I. Don't care about anything material and right. eat trash or something, right. <laughs> something like that. Right. But I think even the unbelievers know. I think we tell the wrong story when we say, "Oh, I'm I'm content with nothing. No gift. Yeah. No gifts, please." Or something right. like well, that. Well, that's exactly
0: it's exactly what the Grinch <laughs> did. He looked at all of their stuff that they were celebrating with, and he said i'm not happy so surely you can't actually be happy you're pretending to be happy and you're creating a band-aid for your sadness by accumulating all this stuff yeah um and that's just not what was happening right who's proved in the end that they were actually content legitimately yeah and they were actually happy and they were still able to sing loud enough for a person miles and miles away in the mountains. 5,280. At least. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, mainly what I love about the idea of the Grinch getting saved is that... This unbelieving, unrepentant man wrote a story about this wicked creature that was based off of himself. Right. With a diseased heart and not a physically diseased one, but like a right. spiritually diseased one. Right. Um, and the only way he could understand the true meaning of Christmas, family, contentment, love for others, which all comes from a Christian worldview, mm-hmm. is by having his heart fixed. Right
1: changed changed
0: yeah um and that's how the story ends as we all know um the grinch waits at the top of mount crumpet to destroy the who's by destroying their shallow irritating celebration (laughs) um and he discovers that he's wrong right and he waits for the sound of their sadness to wash over him as he enjoys diabolically (laughs) pushes all their possessions off of a mountain yeah um and he 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 doesn't understand he's lacking understanding because his heart Mm. is not right. Right. Um, he doesn't understand how they could celebrate when he took everything that they use to celebrate. Mm. Um, and then obviously we get into some variation here, Mm. but between the different ways that this story has been told, um, but the one consistent thing is we see his Mm -hmm. heart change and we understand that after that change comes, um, a a total change of heart. He, he, supernaturally, um, saves their possessions and then returns to the town to make everything right. And then he actually joins them and joins in their fellowship and (gasps) carves the the rose beast and, and all that. Um, and, uh, and so the very interesting the very interesting thing to me so obviously this isn't the case in the book but in the the cartoon and the live action um his heart change is accompanied by a, an unexplainable appearing from nothing mm. like light Mm, hmm so in the cartoon they all mm-hmm. they're all singing in a circle and this star appears mm-hmm. and floats up mm. and like that's right mm-hmm. and then in the live action the same thing happens mm-hmm. again I'm not referencing the live action as much because that it's it is definitely a different story that's being told but I just think it's interesting that yeah. in 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 both of them mm-hmm. there is this moment where he this light comes from nowhere right there's not it's not the sun it's not the it's this light Light. that illuminates everything and that's when he Mm -hmm. that's when the The change change occurs and i i don't know i just think it's so interesting um obviously no one gives him the gospel that's not what we're trying to say (laughs) Um, but i just i i think that's an interesting creative choice yeah because how else would someone be one way and then suddenly be another way right would it be accompanied by um, some kind of miraculous event right is it a miraculous event for someone who hates people so much yeah to suddenly turn everything right and 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 save their stuff yeah (laughs) and return to the town return everything try to make everything whole not that he could have done that obviously right uh but it's a it's he's also a a grinch and we're talking about who's you know (laughs) right (laughs) but um i i think that uh it's my i mean the the old cartoon is my favorite Christmas movie okay um though
1: I need oof, to watch it again Muppet
0: Christmas Carol is really becoming a close second no don't do that face don't do that face <laughs> it's so wonderful <laughs> I can't I can't do puppets I can't oh I want to live in a world I think I uh, realize what a part a part of what I like about that movie is I want to live in a world where half the people are puppets <laughs> we like live together <laughs> I would be like is that a lobster I'm uh... a. <laughs> in
1: in I, england <laughs> something i don't trust puppets oh. i don't i have trust issues with that okay like i know you're not i know you're someone's hand <laughs> like <I> really <laughs> don't i feel weird about it i also ha- i i hate ventriloquism okay i find it all very creepy okay i can't i de-
0: i definitely think there's like there's got to be a spectrum cuz i definitely think ventriloquism is different from
1: it feels the same. The vibe okay. is the same. It's a gloof. A gloof. <laughs> and if we uh, release these episodes in opposite order, that won't make any sense. <laughs> Until
0: next week. Until next week when you hear it. But anyway, so this is, I think, my favorite. Again, I lo- well, I just happen to love Dr. Seuss. Um, and oh, yeah. Uh, and he's, um, he's actually made uh, a part of what I like is that he has actually said like specifically regarding Horton here's a who a person's a person no matter how small. Yes. Uh, when that was started when that was being used by like pro life groups, mm-hmm. he basically said like, well that's not what I meant when I when I wrote it. I know. And and everything we just discussed is not what he necessarily meant when he wrote yeah. it. And yet these were the stories that Inescapable. that he was yeah, he was not able mm-hmm. in order to tell a good story, he yeah. was not able to escape right um reality right god's world because he may have not when he wrote horton here's a who he may have not been referring to abortion but does a person's a person no matter how small change meaning no just because it remains he didn't, true he didn't want <laughs> right uh maybe christmas doesn't come from a store maybe it means more mm-hmm. um did the grinch need a heart change yes yes and he knew that and so that's that's one of the things I, I like in general yeah. about Dr. Seuss um, is that, and he really was not a great guy. He really was not a great guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, that's just, that's really it. I just find him so interesting right. because he was not able to escape the world he lives in. Yeah. He was, and and he lived every day until his dying breath as mm-hmm. though he could Mm. and he couldn't yeah um but yeah that's why i love the i need grinch. to watch that
1: this year you inspired me to watch charlie brown last year and now my kids want to watch it again yeah this year so maybe i need to bust out the grinch because it's been a while since i've yeah. seen it
0: but you know also i think um maybe just a, a little note to leave on is that um i said it quite a few times in this episode but don't be like the grinch yeah um and you know it's really easy to look at this caricature in a book or in a cartoon and be like well i'm not green and i wear pants and i'm not dressed up in a santa claus outfit uh
1: stealing stealing things things."
0: (laughs) but i don't eat trash do you do some of the other things i outlined Um, right do you just hate people having fun in proximity to you (laughs) right
1: are you offended by things are you
0: assuming (laughs) do you assume Let like when someone's having a better time than you do you assume it's because of some superficial reason do you like there's the Grinch was not a good neighbor no and he hated his neighbor right um and then his heart changed and he had to undo every try to undo everything he did. Right. Um, so yeah, that's the Grinch. Did he get saved? Yes. His heart changed. I want to say
1: (laughs) yes, he did. And you can make a good case for it and you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and we will see you next week.
0: Uh, Merry Christmas this week or Merry Christmas yesterday, depending on <laughs> when Our we time put this out. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun to ride and sing in
1: a one-horse open sleigh.